I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. Now, let me say this before I move forward, and I can't explain it, but you better feel me. Winners win and losers lose. You put in 120% every time or you don't put in nothing. Today, this opportunity you have, it might not be here next year. It might not be here the year after next. It might not be here the year after that. This is the only moment you got and you better take advantage of this particular moment. Robinson driving through traffic. Wow, what a finish by Justin Robinson. There's Fletcher who floats at home once again. Eight on the shot clock. Robinson going isolation. Hooks it up for oh! He fights Kai Williams. A great assist from Ramon Fletcher. Justin Robinson. Ramon Fletcher. It's the Battle of the Floor Generals. Here on the road to the cup finals. And now your hosts, Jay Marriott and Drew Lasker. Welcome, the road to the finals continues. It's another BBL show Easter egg, and I think you are gonna like this one. The battle before the battle, two, two times MVP players in the house. Let's go back and forth with the floor generals for this BBO Cup final showdown. Give us your full name and position. My name is Justin John Robinson. I play point guard. Ramon Fletcher, point guard. What does being a point guard mean to you? Being a point guard to me, I mean, it means a lot. Pretty much, you know. Kind of like the coach on the court, um, you know, you've got to be very vocal with your team, lead by example. But also, you have to know how to speak to certain guys. You know, there's different personalities. Some guys react to shouting, some guys react to you know, pulling them to the side and saying something in their ear. Um, there's so many things that come into play when being a point guard. You know, you got to control the pace of the game. There's so many things that I think, I mean, in my opinion, it's the hardest position on the floor. You know, um, there's a, a, a lot of pressure. You know, you're the head of the defense. And on, on offense, you know, a lot of the decision making and big plays come down to point by play. I mean, it, it might sound cliche, but it's the you know the other coach on the team, and, it, and it's something that you know, as a basketball player, like we like we like to be in control. We like to be control the team, we like to control the the rhythm of the game, the momentum, all that stuff. So it's kind of like being a quarterback in football. It's kind of like being a pitcher in baseball. You're like the head of the snake, and it's something that we embrace as basketball players, everybody in their own role. So it's an important position to me, obviously. Who do you mold your game after? I don't really mold my game after anyone, to be honest. I mean, there's players that I've seen you know, over the years that I've you know, tried to take little moves from, or little tricks from, um, you know, Chris Paul, Ron Williams, you know, those guys, you know, quite crafty and steady. You know, you can't really speed them up. You kind of play at their own pace. But yeah, I mean, I don't think there's like one particular player that I would say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be like them. For me, I just try to play hard, man. <laughs> you know, I just want to win, you know, so I'm not really with the showboat and stuff and the flashy stuff, you know, I'm just trying to get the job done, man. Oh, man, I got about three. It's, it's, it's some throwbacks. Nick Van Exel. I love Nick Van Exel. 
Kenny Anderson, love Kenny Anderson, lefty, you know. And of course, Allen Iverson for the height and the, the way he changed the game, the way he made it made it easier and acceptable for small guards to excel at a professional level, you know. I don't play like him, of course, you know, but but the Nick Van the Kenny Anderson and, and Allen Iverson, those are my three, 100%. It's down the stretch. We need a bucket from the point guard. What's your bread and butter? My bread and butter, um, it's tough. I mean, I'd probably say pick and roll, but you know, in a more of a dynamic pick and roll, you know, like not really a stationary where you come down on the ball and call for a pick, you know, the whole team can just load up on you. Maybe a play that ends with a dynamic pick and roll on the move, you know, I, I have no problem with just making the right decision, you know, like I don't really care if he gets the last shot. The shot's there, I'll take it. If it's not, I'll, I'll hit the roller, I'll hit the guy in the corner, you know. This is going out to the BBL, right? I can't give you just my secrets. I can't tell you everything, but I think my 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 bread and butter is probably the direct ball screen, you know, elbow extended up, or it's the right wing, the right wing for the side ball screen because either they ice it, I go baseline, or if they come to the pick, more than likely they're going to hedge, or it's going to be a soft show, and I just dump it down, or if they go under the screen, I'm going to shoot it. So it's the three or four different reads that I make, and it has to be in a split second. You know, when I first started doing it, it was hard because. Hey, I didn't want to go right. I don't, I don't know how much I still want to go right now, but I wanted to go and I just wanted to go really, really, really fast. Out, you know, use my legs, use my speed to just go past the defender instead of dissecting what the defender under the basket is doing, what my defender is doing, what, you know, whoever said the screen is doing. But now that I've did it so many times, now I know what's coming. I can tell by just how their shoe, their foot is placed, how they're going to guard the ball screen. And it's just, it's just something that I've trained my mom to do. Down one, coach draws up a play, but we all know the point guard makes the final executive decision in the moment. Who's taking the game winner? Ah, uh, you put me on the spot, man. <laughs> um, you know what? I mean, down one, you know, coach drawing up a play. I think, you know, especially this year, you know, you know, there's so many guys that can score. You know, you've got Dirk Williams, Liggins, where, um, you know, Orlando Parker's having a, a great start for us. You've got guys that can make big shots. Ed Lucas, you know, he, he's proven over the years to be a, a, a big shot maker. Um, you know, myself, I've made some big shots going on the stretch. Um, so, to be honest, it's pretty much who's hot during that game, you know. I mean, I'm not really a, a guy that gets in my emotions about who, you know, last shot who doesn't take the last shot. Um, I have faith in all of my teammates. And, you know, whatever the coach says, you know, we go with that, we rally that. You know, we live and die by that, you know, and we make or miss, so. Me. Either I'm taking it or I'm creating it. You know, either one of one of those things. And, I mean, Drew, you know, you play with me so much that it doesn't matter. I'm going to get the satisfaction from if I take that shot or if I pass it and then that person passes. It's gonna be the same about the satisfaction for me. So I think I'm gonna be the head of whatever play it is. If I play, if I make it, if I shoot it, if I hockey assist it, regardless, I'm gonna be satisfied with it. With leadership style, vocal or by example? I think it's a bit of both, you know. I'm not the most, I mean, I, I would say I'm social, and, but I'm not a loud guy, you know. I'm pretty much more of a laid back individual, calm. But, you know, 
on our team, I'm very vocal, you know, calling out defenses, you know, just telling guys what they need to do, you know, reassuring guys that, you know, okay, good shot, bad shot, don't worry about it, shoot it next time. So I'm pretty much of a, a, a guy that is, you know, in between, you know. I can't be telling guys what to do or what not to do if I'm not playing defense, playing hard, hustling, getting back on defense, you know. So I'm pretty much in the middle with that one. I think it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of both. Whatever is needed at that time. If, you know, early in the season, if you come to practice, it's 100% local. I'm talking to whoever. I'm talking trash to whoever. I'm getting as much as I can out of whoever. I don't care who it is. It was a situation that me and Justin got into it earlier this in the preseason, you know? And Justin is a big guy, but I mean, I'm, I'm not backing down from anybody. And the reason you talk trash or you try to get that out of people because you have respect for them, it doesn't mean I don't like them. It doesn't mean I don't like a player, but Justin knew what it was and I knew what it was. And ever since then, nothing has happened. So whatever is needed at that time, I think my leadership is a little bit of both. I don't know, Drew, what you think? I would agree, definitely. Yeah. What does your competitive edge come from? My competitive edge, I think just coming up in the Brixton Top Cats program, you know, you know, coming up under Jimmy, Jimmy Rogers, you know, always playing with a lot of older guys. It was just part of our DNA not to lose, you know, and, and, and you know, we just don't take losing that well. So, I mean, I've, I've always been like that. I'm a young child. It, it, it could be computer games. It could be a, a sprint, you know, just messing around with my friends. Um, I've just always had it, but I think it more comes from, you know, that mentorship under Jimmy Rogers and the, the Brixton Top Cat program. Oh man, I've been small all my life. I've been little all my life. Um, I was raised in a house full of women, so right there, I gotta de defend myself. I'm not gonna win any arguments. I'm not going back at them at all. And then I had my uncles and my older cousins, you know, and I was little and they, I wouldn't say they bullied me, but they did what they were supposed to do as being the older male figures in my life, you know? So I played up, I played with older kids outside at all times that built my competitive edge and it just just propelled especially when i came to newcastle with you d fab chuck that was a lot of intimidation if i didn't catch up fast i was gonna get lost in the shuffle so who's lifting up the cup on sunday sunday i mean i gotta go with my lines man you know we're, you know, we're confident we're having a great week of practice so yeah man i mean i'm fully confident but at the same time you got the you got to respect your home, you know, Newcastle is a historic team that have won, you know, the most winningest club in the UK. So, you know, they got great players too. So, you know, but at the same time, you know, we're confident. We feel like we're in a good groove right now as a team. And, you know, we've got to keep this thing rolling, man. The team that wins. <laughs> of course we want to win. Of course, of course I'm going to say us. I'm not going to say all of us is going to get it. Never, never going to say that. And of course, I'm going with my dog, 100%, 110%. And that's your Battle of the Floor Generals with Cup finalists Justin Robinson and Ramon Fletcher. Make sure you're tuned in to the BBL Show social media pages so you don't miss out on this week's content. Thanks for listening to the BBO Show. The BBO Show is a 21 media original podcast 
produced by Corey Mallory with your host, Jay Marriott and Drew Lasker. Keep up to date with the show by following the BBO on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where you can find details on future episodes, events, and fan interaction. Until next time.